This is Julio Cotto from the National Hispanic Institute's home office in Maxwell, Texas, joined by our president and founder, Ernesto Nieto. This has been a series of conversations in preparation for the 2017 Great Debates, part of the National Hispanic Institute's Summer Leadership Series, our freshman experience. This conversation is about the oratory topic, oratory and individual event. Uh, sometimes students have had to present a, a business, a curriculum, uh, a vision statement, uh, pretend as if they're addressing a large international delegation of leaders. This year, students, it's almost as uh, reading a position paper, a case statement. So I'm going to read the topic and then we're going to talk a little bit about it. At the National Hispanic Institute, we have always believed that academic excellence, social responsibility, and community leadership go hand in hand. When emphasized together, they become vital to the education of our high school youth. Concerns rise as growing trends show schools throughout the hemisphere placing their focus on career and job readiness with little to no regard for the importance of community life. There were moments in history when community social responsibility was part of the normal school day. More and more, schools have given priority to the needs of business and industry over those of the community. Examine and comment on the relationship between academic excellence, social responsibility, and community leadership. Articulate a presentation that explains your position for or against the current state of affairs. They got a state of position, not a, not designed some creative work or, or curriculum this year. So what do you foresee? What's the approach you would, uh, you would maybe nudge them along to take? Well, earlier we talked about extemporaneous speaking being more research-based, more data-driven, data collection, more systematic. Oratory, it's almost like singing a song, Julio. Oratory is uh, about drama, about using persuasion, the excitement, the use of words, using words as a weapon to drive home a point, using volume, using expression, using even gestures to to organize a thought, to deliver a thought. And you're, you're evaluated on that level of performance. So there's a certain amount of drama in, involved in an oratory response to any form of question or theme that you adopt or position you take and responding to the challenge of that particular category. You're not just reading an academic paper. Absolutely not. Now, here's the thing about oratory. You have to strategically determine your core message. A lot of kids talk about a lot of things, and it's, and it's very difficult in listening. What is the core message you're trying to get across? And they kind of dance around the core message without ever focusing on their core message and their rationale for taking a position. Why do I believe in taking this particular view or adopting this particular view, what are the rewards, what are the benefits, and what are the consequences that I'm avoiding, what should we all really pay attention to, and how do I deliver that in a way that draws the attention of the, of the, of the listening audience. So it's when we begin to ramble and we begin to lose sight of what our core message is or we don't do the prep work to unveil our core message. There's, 
there's a way to sing a song. There's a way to conclude a song. There's a way to dig at the emotions of the listener, at the listener's ability to want to listen to you and adopt your point of view and understand what you're trying to say. To me, oratory is one of the more beautiful uh, uh, categories of the entire debate session of the National Hispanic Institute because you are talking about beyond the information that you're delivering, beyond the way you're talking about conviction, you're talking about belief, you're talking about outlooks and views and values. So what are we talking about this year when we are talking about any a relationship between academic excellence, social responsibility, and community leadership. They're supposed to examine and comment on that relationship, state of position for or against, the current state of affairs. I don't want to give too many hints in this one, but I will go ahead and do it anyway. <laughs> um, there's, to me, has always been a relationship between being a socially responsible young person, a a person that commits to the civic life of a society in which I live, the community in which I live, and the responsibility I have to my academic excellence. In other words, you you don't decompartmentalize. They all come together. Being, quote, a good kid means behavior, means attitude, means the way in which you approach tasks. It means the way in which you participate, the way in which you respect others. It's all tied in together. And you cannot separate one from the other. Oftentimes, as when we talk about career, careerism and, and job readiness, we kind of separate it out as if though it's a separate function. It is not a separate function. It's tied in because it's fueled by the energy and by the values of responsibility to humanity and to society. And it's fueled by the intent to share what you know to, as, as a leader for the benefit of others. So it's all it all comes around, and it's not one individual component and another, and it's certainly not separated from one another. But how a kid, how a young person is able to tie that emotionally and dramatically and deliver it and unfold that theme is up to that student and their ability to author craft that message to the extent that it becomes very, very compelling. Given that they're commenting on the, and on the current state of affairs and taking a position on that, what are you excited to hear or what, what are you excited to make in terms of this year being uh, the topic we're choosing for this particular summer? What are you excited to hear about this topic in this day and age? You know, whenever I work with young staff as I was working with them today, I know a lot of times, William, that they don't have a historical context for things. You know, you have to live in the world experience the world, reflect on your journey, and draw inferences and wisdom that comes from that reflection. At the age of 14 or at the age of 15, you live primarily in a literal world. This is an opportunity to interview older people, the elders, gain a perspective, emotional, psychological, cultural, and spiritual. You spoke earlier at that meeting you referenced with the staff about a difference between the literal and the symbolic, something that young people, even young professionals have a tough time maybe. What do you mean that you that, that distinction of the literal versus the symbolic? You just talked about it right now. You know, Cesar Chavez 
in California um, was addressing laws uh, in, in his attempt to unionize Chicanos, as we called ourselves, against the owners of these vineyards, grape vineyards. We wanted a bargaining position. That's the literal. That's uh, attempting to understand contractual relationships, laws, and their application. The symbolic was what kind of life we wanted to lead, what kind of quality of life were we pursuing, what kind of justice were we seeking. Those are two different kinds of applications. Oftentimes, I believe that when a young person doesn't have a historical understanding for things, they lose touch with the symbolic meaning of actions taken versus the literal as to what were the reasons that led Cesar to essentially draw upon his labor experience to create a labor contract that literally raised the income levels of hundreds of people or thousands of people. So there is a difference between what he was literally trying to accomplish and the symbolisms behind that. And I think that because young people are young and they don't understand some things, it does require, Julio, conversations with people who lived it, who read about it, who had parents in it, and who can explain it to them and can explain the emotions and the spiritual aspects of it and the cultural aspects of it about familia and all those things that come with it. And with a little drama, that's how you package it all together. It's sprinkling it with everything that you can think of, not only the intellectual, but the cultural, the spiritual, the emotional, the family, the things that bond together and create a picture that you're going to present to the audience that's listening to you, in this case, specifically the judge. This was a conversation about the oratory topic in present in preparation for the 2017 Great Debates that will be held across the country as part of the NHI Summer Leadership Academy. The Great Debate is the freshman experience with a focus on communications development and in the development of leaders. This was a conversation recorded here at the home office of the National Hispanic Institute in Maxwell, Texas. This is Julio Cotto, joined by Ernesto Nieto, president and founder. It will be followed up by another series of conversations of all the topics, all the categories, getting ready for this summer. Thank you again, Ernesto. For more information on the National Hispanic Institute, please visit our website, www.nationalhispanicinstitute.org. Call us at 512-357-6137. Find us on Facebook at NHIHQ or on Twitter, NHI underscore news and at Instagram and Snapchat, NHI underscore news. Music by Andres Cotto.